Hi, I'm Nikki. I'm Melissa. And I'm Jamie. And this is America's Asses, a gal cast. That was a good first one, huh? Yeah, we didn't we didn't stutter, we didn't <laughs> fuck up. It's our names. It shouldn't be. I know it shouldn't be. <laughs> you never know. All right, ladies, episode four. It's a very intense episode, immensely intense. There's a lot of answers this one. So we get to clarify our questions for clarity, but it also brings a lot more questions for clarity too. So yeah, we check some off the list, but then add more on. Yeah. That's what I said. We get, we answer questions and then we get more ones. Just like the population ticker. (laughs) Yeah, right. So I have a correction right off the top. Uh, Alyssa was right. Geraldine was shot out of the hex. And and it was blue. No. No, I said it was blue. You said it was red. You said it was red and you were oh, I said red. right. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's because I had written down and I was like, did I write it wrong? No, no, no. You were you're absolutely right. But well, we'll get into it. I have it. There's yeah, we'll get into it. All right, ladies, should we just jump right in? Because there's a ton, a shit ton. Let's do this. Yeah, we got a lot to cover tonight. All right. So the opening, cold opening. You see Geraldine, who we now know is Monica Rambo, coming back from the snap after Endgame and everybody kind of vaporized. Now they're hydrating instead of dehydrating. (laughs) They're getting pieced back together. Pieced right back together. (laughs) Yeah. And then you hear a voiceover, but it's like a dream kind of thing. And it's from Captain Marvel when Monica was a little girl and she was encouraging her mom to go into space. You hear Captain Marvel's voice calling Monica Lieutenant Trouble. And then Monica wakes up. She's in a chair next to a hospital bed. The hospital bed is clean and crisp and hasn't been disturbed. She's very confused. She is looking for her mother. She walks out of the hospital room into the hallway into mass hysteria people are running around people are starting to rehydrate people (laughs) people are asking monica where's my wife i need a phone do you have a phone where's my wife and she then just slightly bumps into a man i don't know if you guys caught this she slightly bumps into a man and completely knocks him on his ass and makes him smash his head into the floor. Yeah, but yeah. she falls over too. Yeah, but a bump like that should not have that kind of reaction. Well, true. Working theory, maybe the snap gave her her initial mm-hmm. powers. I kind of thought that too. Did especially you? Especially when I yeah. rewatched it. Because mm-hmm. we definitely know it changed her. Yeah, it definitely, well, it changed her in a lot of ways. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So she is asking for her mother. Where's Maria Rambo? I'm looking for my mother, blah, blah, blah. Maria's doctor finds Monica and says, where have you been? And Monica is just confused. She says that she had a 20 minute nap. That's it. Her mom's doctor proceeds to tell her that her mother passed away three years ago, which was two years after Monica disappeared. Mm -hmm. So now we know it's been five years since a 
Endgame. And then we have that beautiful Marvel Studio logo opening. I love it. No, not fi- it's five years since Infinity War. What did I say? Endgame. Endgame. Oh, sorry, Infinity War. <laughs> yeah, Endgame. <laughs> we know what sorry. you meant. <laughs> uh, it, it's the same five years since, you know, that between the two. And I'm the one who has the Marvel podcast. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> People are going <laughs> to laugh their ass off at me. All right, here we go. So it then, happens. all right, yeah, you know. Well, you know me. I can't remember names. I'm all about faces. I'm like, who's that? Who's that sexy guy? Who's yeah, that? that guy? Who's that guy? <laughs> After the Marvel logo opening, the scene opens to the Sword headquarters, and you see Monica walking into the headquarters, and on the TV screen, you see headlines saying the blip brings back loved ones. And stuff like that. So this must be like days after she realized that she came back from the blip. I have a question. The blip was named blip in which which one of the Spider-Man movies? I know it was named in one of them. Far from was home. Far from home. Okay. Yes. So she tries her old ID to get in and it won't work. And the receptionist is giving her a hard time. And then who does she run into? The director. Tyler Hayward. Oh, I have a meeting with this guy. Right. Right. (laughs) I have feelings about Tyler Hayward. Douche. You think he's What are your feelings? Because I did some research. Woo! So, go ahead. My initial feeling is, I tap that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Nikki. We should have like a subcategory in our Jeez. podcast of people Nikki would tap. First, vision, vision. with the arms. Yeah. Vision with the arms. And now, hate word. Oh, goodness. Vision with the arms. Neil Diamond. Don't forget Neil Diamond. Oh, yeah. Can't forget Neil. Oh. Sexy man. <laughs> yeah, that was my first initial reaction. I'm like, mm, I tap that. Mm-mm. My next sentence is, who is Tyler Hayward? What's your research on? So going off of the who is Tyler Hayward, did we all know that in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., there was a Brian Hayward who was a member of HYDRA? (gasps) No, I read that. I don't really think that this is a coincidence because we've, you know, four episodes in and we've noticed that. Nothing is a coincidence. Nope. I did not know that. Holy moly. I read that too. I was going to bring that up. <laughs> Tyler Hayward took over when Maria died. As acting director. As quote, acting director. He made a big deal about that. What's the difference between director and acting director? Is he just like a sub until like the real director gets named? But, but he's been acting director for three years. Well, and I almost kind of when he said that, I thought maybe he was just trying to be sensitive to the fact that he was talking about her deceased mother, like to maybe make it make her feel a little better. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, that makes sense. So they exchange pleasantries and Hayward takes her in the back. All of a sudden, Monica is back to work after learning a she was part of the blip and she missed five years. 
and B, her mom died. So what does one do? Go to work. True American. Obviously. Yeah. She's a true American. What else is she going to do? Therapy, maybe? Oh, my God. FYI, (laughs) try therapy. (laughs) But then again, this is the MCU. So, you know, nobody has feelings except Wanda. Uh, Apparently. apparently. (laughs) Yep. Monica walks past a picture of her mom on the wall, and it says Maria Photon Rambo. That was her code name, Photon, which we all know Monica eventually, after she acquires her superpowers, becomes Photon in honor of her mom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now is the perfect time to talk about SWORD. SWORD stands for Sentinel World Observation and Response. Division. Division. <laughs> I forgot the D. I was <laughs> like, there's a D. It's not sore. It's sword. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you need I'm not, missing a thing. <laughs> I'm not taking a take five. It's it's staying in. In the MCU, it's <laughs> it's an extra governmental intelligence agency. And it was founded by Monica Rambo's mom, Maria Rambo. Its main objective was manned missions and extraterrestrial extraterrestrial operations boy a lot of tongue twisters here (laughs) especially with somebody who has a lisp this is hard (laughs) my god um as they're walking back to hayward's office he's briefing monica saying it's been three weeks and you're the first one to report back to sword like seriously she took three only three weeks tough cookie wow tough cookie indeed This is something important that we're all going to need to remember. I think this may come up later. Monica asked Hayward about the astronaut training program. He informed her that the numbers were abysmal. He lost half the astronauts to the blip and the other half are too scared to participate. I think this may hold a huge Easter egg to be continued. They enter into a warehouse where there's a lot of tech and robotic stuff happening. They're building a rocket in the back. Hayward informs Monica that S.W.O.R.D. has shifted their focus from extraterrestrial operations to robotics, nanotechnology, and artificial intelligence. And she's just, the look on her face is like, seriously, dude, leave it to a man to fuck up a woman's legacy. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. Yep. Yep. Man, oh man. Lord. So then they they enter Hayward's actual office. He does not have good news for Monica. Her first assignment since she came back from the blip is going to be to help the FBI on the ground. Tidbit. Go for it. Tidbit. Go, 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 go. Did anybody notice that? In the background, when they're walking into his office and you see all of his diplomas on the wall, they're in the shape of a hexagon. (gasps) No! No. Holy shit! Mic drop. Boom. There's your mic I had no idea. Oh, my. That's what I meant by wall (laughs) when you asked earlier. That is your mic drop. No, my mic drop is... Not as big as that, but oh my god, that's awesome, dun, Alyssa! Dun. Holy crap! Doesn't don't know what that means, but we'll see. 
he is definitely a part of this somehow. I don't trust him. I do not trust him. Nope. I tap it though. (laughs) Every girl likes a bad boy once in a while. Come on. (laughs) No, not really. Not really. Guilty. I dated (laughs) a kid with a mohawk. Oh, you rebel. So now they arrive in Hayward's office. And apparently, as Alyssa told us, there's a hexagon with all his diplomas. Mic drop. Good job. Mind blown. He explained to Monica that FBI is in a, quote, tizzy about a missing persons case out in Jersey. And they need an imaging drone. And Hayward thinks Monica is the woman for the job. So many things unpack here. One, you know she's perfectly capable of doing your job better than you. Number two, don't insult her. By putting her on a babysitting position. Right. She's like, uh, drones used to babysit me, not the other way around. Right. 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 Like, what the hell is that? Yeah. But then leads me to wonder, is he trying to ease her back into work or is he trying to get her out of his hair? I guess it could go either way, but I got the latter impression of that. I felt like he was just like, oh, here, go, go. Yeah. Yeah. Take take care of this. Yeah. Nothing to see here. Don't look behind the curtain kind of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ignore the man behind the curtain. Right. Right. He then tells Monica is grounded. And she is all kinds pissed. of pissed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's when he reiterated that they are now a terrestrial mission only. And it was her mom that grounded her. Which is, I think, bullshit. I think her mom just meant anybody returning. They need time to readjust and not get them back in the field. But obviously, they're not going out in yeah. anyway. He hits at her soft spot, which is her mom. He's right. like, hey. Not my, not my protocol. This is your mom's protocol. You are grounded. And she's like, all right, what ofs, dude? And she's still pissed. He's like, take it or leave it. And she's like, reluctantly. She reluctantly takes it on to Monica driving through beautiful New Jersey. She gets to West, right outside the Westview city limits. And who does she see? And who is she greeted by? The one, the only, FBI agent Jimmy Woo. (laughs) I love me some Jimmy Woo. He's so funny. The character's awesome. The actor, Randall Park, plays him so well. Obviously, we know Jimmy Woo from Ant-Man and the Wasp. This is one of my favorite things about Jimmy Woo and about MCU in general. The callbacks. Jimmy Woo offers his card to Monica as she gets out of the car and walks towards him. He does the card trick, close-up hand magic, to give her his business card. He figured it out. (laughs) If you recall, he asked Scott how he did the magic trick. (laughs) And he was enamored and just in awe by how he could do close-up magic. (laughs) Like, yeah. He told Monica... That he has a witness set up inside Westview and that this, as of this morning, it looks like he flew the coop. He flew the coop. He flew the coop. Who is his witness, right? Mm -hmm. 
we we've we're a couple episodes in and we still don't know who his witness is we have some guesses but i'm still sticking with i think it's agnes's husband wait when did you even say that that's brilliant because ralph is always talked about but he's never seen and the only person who mentions him is agnes and then I will get to it a little later, but on Jimmy Woo's board of people in the hex as they're trying to pick out the characters, mm-hmm. he can't identify Agnes. Girl, I have that all. Let me tell you. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I have yes. that too. I have it too. Yeah. All right. So he says he's contacted all the witnesses. He says he's contacted all of his witnesses, friends, family, known associates, and no one has even heard of him, let alone knows where he is. Jimmy Woo says, come on, Monica, let's go talk to the local law enforcement. They are leaning on their car, their squad car, in front of the Westview sign, population 3,892. They're drinking their coffee, and they said, Westview doesn't even exist. And then Monica says, well, where are you from? He says, Eastview. I wonder, does Eastview exist too? Maybe. To them it does. So Jimmy Woo dismisses them. Jimmy Woo tells Monica that he pulled the phone numbers of all the residents, but he only got through the D's and he came up with diddly squat. (laughs) 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 Made me chuckle. So they can't reach anybody on the out on the inside and everybody on the outside has some sort of selective amnesia coming to the conclusion that it's not a missing person's case. It's a missing town, the whole town, five square miles. As we find out on Jimmy's board, (laughs) the whiteboard, Monica asked Jimmy, why hasn't he gone inside Westview? And he says, can't you feel it? The invisible force field. So then Monica brings out the drone and they're undoing the drone. And wait, can before we get to that, can we like step back a couple? Yeah. Um, when we, you know, see the introduction of the town of Westview, I did a little digging and it's actually like a real location in the MCU. And it's oddly, you know, uh, I guess it's odd that it is in New Jersey because when you delve into the comics, mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch and Vision head to New Jersey to start their family in the comics. Right. So it's it. I thought it was kind of like a good little nod back to the comics, which yeah. we always see them like heading back to the comics for like reference. They're trying to make it as authentic as possible in the places where they cannot. They put nods to it, you know? Right. And then on the sign. So like right before they send the drone in, how we see like the picture of um, Jimmy and Monica standing, you know, getting ready to launch the drone. Mm -hmm. We see the sign of Westview. If you look closely on the sign, like with the, you know, description of Westview population and things like that, it does say elevation 203, which is a comic book issue. (gasps) And issue number 203 is about. It's called The Beast in Wonder Man, which essentially, yeah, the name of the um, Avengers comic issue 203 is labeled The Beast in Wonder Man, which, long story short, is about um, a young boy in the sewers, which we see S.W.O.R.D. using the sewers (gasps) to get into Westview. Oh, my God. Yes. We'll get to that. But yes. Oh my God. I love you ladies. Tidbits. Love it. 
So then Monica brings out the drone to send into Westview. Dun, dun, dun. This is a dot that gets connected. This drone is the same helicopter, quote, unquote, that Wanda found in her bushes. So there you go. This is the same drone because it had the same number on it. It didn't look the same. It was different colors. The colors of Monica's drone were Captain Marvel colors, Mm -hmm. yellow, blue, and red. Everything transforms once you get into the hex, right? So, but that is the drone. So now we know where that drone came from. Okay. One more thing about the drone though. Yeah. It had the number 57 on it. Right. Which goes back to the comics. Right. Where in comic number 57, Vision makes his first ever appearance in the comics. Yep. 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 I had that too. Yeah. I think we, didn't we mention that in episode one? No, we mentioned a different episode or we mentioned a different um, comic. Oh, was, did we? Um, oh, it was okay. the Wanda. It was Wanda and Vision. Um, yeah, they're dating oh, okay. together. I think. All right, man. I don't know. You guys are on it with the the comic numbers and stuff. Thank you, Googler. <laughs> yeah, the Googler. The Googler always works. So my other tidbit was: remember when in the beginning of episode two, when they hear the bang outside, and then a couple minutes later, they hear another one. Mm-hmm. I think that is when the drone enters the hex and then Monica enters the hex. Oh, it could be. Oh, then you hear a yeah. boom every time something enters the hex from the outside. Yeah, that's a good theory. Good working theory. Because then later with the beekeeper, you hear the bang and then they go outside and then he's coming up through. The yeah, manhole. that's a good theory. So every time something from the outside comes in, you mm-hmm. hear like a bang right, in right, the neighborhood. As Monica and Jimmy send the drone in, they question why it is that they themselves have an awareness of Westview, unlike the rest of the sur- surrounding area. So like the cops don't know what Westview is right in front of their eyes. And they're like, it doesn't exist. No, none of his informant or his, his witness None of his associates or family or friends, nobody even knows he exists. So why is it that Monica and Jimmy knows it exists? And then the drawing suddenly disappears. Monica and Jimmy go to investigate and notice that there is an invisible force field surrounding the town. And then Agent Wu is telling Lieutenant Rambo as, of course, like, of course, you're going to touch it, right? She goes right, to like, touch- I want to, pl- I want to see what it is. Right. So she goes, oh, to shiny, touch it. Ooh, shiny. <laughs> so she goes to touch it. And Jimmy's like, careful, Rambo, careful. And <laughs> she gets sucked in, <laughs> just sucked right in. Whoopsie. Uh Oh, and it was blue when she was sucked in. The force field was blue. I double checked. So maybe if they're, when they're sucked in, it's blue. But when they're spit out, it's red. I think it's red. It was red when it got spit out because Wanda was using her power. Oh, yeah. 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 I I have a theory, though, about uh, Monica getting sucked in. Okay. Um, So her and Jimmy were pretty much at the same distance sort of toward the barrier. But only Monica got sucked in. Jimmy didn't. And my theory is, is she able to cross that barrier because she 
disappeared in the snap? Yes. I answered it. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) She already has powers because of the snap and because of those, because her powers are in the comics. She absorbs energy and that whole, it's a force field. She's able to maneuver and it just sucked her right in. Next scene. We see all these sword humvees driving on down says on the screen 24 hours later. So it took only a day to get sword and all the military out there and everything. Zoom in on a Hummer carrying the one, the only Darcy Lewis. Yes, ladies. Darcy Lewis is back in. I love her. I hate. No, you don't. No, I don't. She came around. I came around. I was not a fan of her because of two broke girls thought that was a terrible show. The acting was terrible, but man, Kat Denning, she, I am coming around. Let me tell you, I love her as Darcy Lewis. I just simply love her, especially like even in the other Thor movies. I don't know. Maybe it's just the show. Two broke girls was just not a good show. Maybe that's what it was. I agree. So anyway, we zoom in on the Hummer and Darcy Lewis, and she's finally a doctor. Finally, she got her doctor. Yes. So we all know who Darcy Lewis is. She was Jane Foster's assistant, and she was featured in Thor in Thor Dark World. Darcy is with three other scientists in the back of this Humvee. She asked one scientist what their field of science was. And he says, we're not supposed to talk. So then she asks the That's other one. stupid. Who the hell says that? Whatever. He's just. Like, who would have told them not to talk? Well, I mean, it's the military. I'm sure they say shit like that. Maybe even worse. I mean, I wouldn't put True. it past it. It's the military. Right. Come on. True. FBI. Come on. Uh, after a little coaxing, she finds out that they're is an array of scientific fields being represented. Nuclear biology, artificial intelligence, astrophysics. And then the one guy who she initially asked, he just came out and said chemical engineering. She goes, shut up. Nobody cares. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) No one asked you. (laughs) She says, we have a regular clown car. Sword clearly has no idea what they're dealing with. Nope. So... They arrive outside of the sword response base and then Darcy was escorted into her workspace and she sees the drones from her window flying into this invisible force field. And she is like, what the fuck is going on here? So upon upon Darcy's initial assessment, she finds that there's, quote, a colossal amount of CMBR. Cosmic microwave background radiation, at which is the frequency or whatever the microwave frequency that makes TVs the old tube TVs. That's what broadcasts on old tube TVs. I read that somewhere. I have to double check, but I read that somewhere. I don't, it's Marvel, so it's probably made up. <laughs> now I'm double guessing. Anyway, after tinkering and doing her thing, uh, Dr. Darcy does find Wanda on a TV signal and asks for an old TV. 
Cut to people dressed in hazard gear in the rain. Here we go, Jamie. This is your spotlight. And Hayward sends Agent Franklin, who has a hazmat suit that looks strangely like a beekeeper. Wink, wink. Into the sewer that leads straight into town. His mission is to try and find any information on Monica Rambo. They strangely look like beekeepers. Hmm. All of them. They're, they're all dressed in hazmat suits. So they tie a, like a, they, they tie a cord to him and lower him on down. Meanwhile, Wu lets Hayward know he has doubts about it. And, uh, of course, Hayward being the gentleman and upstanding person that he is says, somebody must really miss you at Quantico, Jimmy Wu. <laughs> <laughs> cocky ass what a cocky ass son of a bitch and then jimmy in his awesomeness says no sir softball season's over <laughs> oh, poor jimmy i love jimmy then all of a sudden everybody knows uh, notices wandavision the good old dr darcy was working her magic and then they all rush over to see the wand the very first one with the hearts they're over at dinner. Wu can't believe what he's seeing. He's like, is that? She's like, yes, it is. Is that? And she's like, I thought he was dead. <laughs> Not blipped, but yeah. dead. dead. So I then, that too. yeah, like he's dead, right? <laughs> right, right. And then Hayward comes over. I'm a man. <laughs> and he's just demeaning D Dr. Darcy until she smacks back with all her facts, talking about high levels of CMBR and how it's been broadcast on TV. And bam, there's WandaVision, you know? So he knows what CMBR is. Yeah. He says it goes back to the Big Bang. The right. Big Bang also created. The six infinity stones. Yes, it did. I've got a major theory that involves that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Hayward enlists Darcy to record and monitor all the WandaVision episodes. And she's like, duh, I'm already doing that. But I'm like, okay, yeah. And then they pull out um, a shot of the ending credits from episode one. And there's Dr. Darcy closing her sword notebook. Like at the end of episode one, another dot connected. Who is watching Wanda on TV? And there you go. It was Dr. Darcy. See, answers answered or questions answered. But now we have more questions. No. Oh, all right. So good old Jimmy Woo briefing his team. Their mission is to get as much intel on who is inside Westview as possible. Obviously, his first priority inside is Monica Rambo, but he also has a missing person that he wants to get information on, right? Which we still don't know who that is. Which we still, and we are, what, tomorrow will be the last episode, and we still don't know who it is, right? No. Nope. Hopefully we find out. Yeah. So the agents get to work. They're like, the only, here are the people we have identified. So first was Wanda and Vision puts their picture up and then Mr. And Mrs. Hart is played by Todd and Sharon Davis. Man, I practiced saying his name too. I don't want to do it wrong. Abliash Tandon 
That's it. Abley Ash Tandon plays Norm. Harold Copter is Jones. Isabel, I can't even pronounce her last name, and kudos to them for saying it, is Beverly. John Collins is Herb. Herb. Yeah. <laughs> and they have, I love her. I know. It's a turtleneck. They have a picture of Agnes up there, like you said, but with no intel on her. So, also, too, they don't have Dottie up there either. No. They don't have Dottie up there. So, either they're still getting to her or yeah, it means something. Uh, everything means something, Alyssa. This means something. So going back to the board, so yeah. they show like he's got Jimmy has all these questions, which oh, are I have, all the same are all yeah. the same questions that we have. You know, yeah. why is yeah. it a hex? Is Vision alive, alive, or what? And yeah. then it, you see in the corner there is a question mark with scrolls. Yes, I, yeah, saw, I that. saw that too. Which so. we know scrolls are good guys, right? So Captain Marvel. And Monica mentions that they're allies, but not everybody thinks that they're allies. No, because it's just like racism, you know, yeah. when you're raised being told that a certain species such as scrolls or a certain ethnicity is less than you're going to believe it because you've been fed that your whole life. Right. Until you actually experience camaraderie with that species the scrolls or uh, an ethnicity and you know you've been fed a load of bullshit your whole life right yep. so and that's just how it is in the mcu they've all been told their whole lives scrolls are terrible is a terrible species when really uh you're the terrible species <laughs> you know so all of a sudden darcy notices monica rambo is playing the part of geraldine and then she drops her cup of noodles which is a shame because those are good. She just wasted a <laughs> cup of noodles, man. But she's like, holy shit, I found Monica. She's playing the role of Geraldine. Marcy and we were questioning. They have, they're in 90% of the dialogue they have together is questioning. But that's who they are. She's a scientist. She questions for a living. And, and he's an FBI agent. He questions for a living. So, of course, they're going to question, right? So, the scene that they show Monica yeah. in, and then she's reading a newspaper on a bench, mm -hmm. and Agnes and Wanda are talking in the background. Yeah. That is a different scene. We've never seen that scene yes. broadcasted before. Yep. So I noticed that, are too. Are there other scenes that we haven't seen that have been out there, and are we ever going to see them? And then it goes back to we've seen scenes that Darcy and everybody back at Sword aren't seeing. Right. Well, we'll get to that. Yes. Right. At the end, we'll totally get to that. That is a yep, yep. big part of this episode. Right. Yep. So then Marcy, they're questioning Darcy. Darcy. What did I say? Darcy. Oh, Darcy. Marcy. You Marcy. said Marcy. <laughs> Her name is Marcy. I didn't mean it's I, her name is Darcy, not Marcy. I wrote down Marcy. I don't. Oh, that's why. That's well, why. That's why. <laughs> that's why. Idiot. Like, I'm an who's idiot. Marcy. <laughs> yeah. Darcy and Wu are questioning everything. Right? Is it deep cover? Does Monica have to play along? And with whom? And 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 with whom? Or else? Or else what? 
they just continue questioning and have no no answers is it time travel they don't know why is it a 50 sitcom just like us then dr darcy comes up with an idea for jimmy to speak to wanda through the radio so Wu and darcy get briefed and they're shown the red helicopter that wanda found in her bushes and they're like we have more questions now how is this a retro version of a sword drone and how did it change and was it production design was it done that way so it could be rendered useless like why did it change and why is it in color but everything else is in black and white yeah hello thank you for just stating the obvious exactly (laughs) (laughs) so it's go time darcy says there's a radio on the table right there go ahead let's start 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 talking to her so He says, Wanda, Wanda, can you hear me? Who's doing this to you? Who's doing this to you? And then it goes through the whole Wanda and Dottie scene at the pool. But Darcy's watching it from her TV screen. And it doesn't show what we saw. Yes, it doesn't show what we saw. It, it, It skips. It was edited out. But what we saw, as we remember... And she kept questioning Wanda. She kept questioning who the person in the radio was. Wanda definitely heard the voice on the radio, which now we know is one Mr. Jimmy Woo dot connected. <laughs> but Darcy didn't see any of that. Darcy just told him to stop mission failure, you know. But she said something was wrong, though. Oh, God, yeah. So Agent Franklin is now crawling through the sewer system toward Westview, and he's crawling seamlessly right through the force field. Like, it was easy peasy for him. And that was a question of mine. Like, why is it so easy for him to just crawl right through a force field? Is it because Monica got sucked in? Right. She got sucked in. And then we'll see how she. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, it was it was difficult for for her to get into the force field into the hex why is it so easy for him and as he goes through the force field he turns into a beekeeper and the cord that's connecting him to sword agents on the other side turns into a jump rope. a plastic jump rope i hated those things so now that's another dot connected you know we know who the beekeeper is but we don't yes. know what happened to him. We still don't know what happened to him, though. Yeah. So then back to Darcy and Jimmy. This is a lot of back and forth. It is for they packed a lot in a half hour. So back to Darcy and Jimmy and they're watching Wanda uh, Vision. Now they're in episode three, the 70s. And they question, why does it keep changing time periods? So they're watching. And then Darcy just says, twins. That's a twist. And she's just like. <laughs> Oh, so they totally noticed Monica mentioned Ultron. They're like, what? Wait, did she just say that? Is that the first time she's ever mentioned our reality? They're like, what the heck? And then it just blips again and it's edited again. And it just, it skips the whole Wanda thing where she's expelling uh, Geraldine out of the hex 
all together. It just cuts to, it shows her looking pissed at Geraldine and then cut to credits. But this time Darcy caught it. And she's like, this does not look normal. Something happened. Right? Yeah, that's what happened. Mm -hmm. So, so, and she wants to know who's censoring this. Yes. She says somebody is censoring this broadcast. Where did Monica go? One minute she was there, the next she's gone. And then all of a sudden, red alert, red alert. Boundary has been breached. Red alert. There's <laughs> so they get up, they go see what's going on. Then we cut back to WandaVision. Wanda is shooting Geraldine or Monica Rambo out of the hex. This is the part that we saw last time. However, there's a little bit more to it. We cut back to Wanda and Vision walks in after Wanda expels Geraldine out of the hex and fixes up her house. Even though we don't know how Vision or Agnes or Herb didn't see her fly through the house, Vision comes back in and asks where Geraldine is. And she says, oh, she had to go home. And then she looks at Vision, but Vision... <laughs> I know this is terrible. This is just terrible. Vision is not the vision she wants to remember. Vision is dead vision with a huge gaping hole in his head. And Wanda, lifeless eyes. Lifeless eyes. Wanda is definitely taken back and she looks away. Vision senses something's the matter. And in his own voice as dead vision says asks wanda if she's okay and it says asks what's wrong and she, when she looks back at vision he is back to normal so we definitely need to know what that means right that was creepy and that was definitely symbolic i felt like that was like her reality slip you mm -hmm. know we've noticed her at points in the series in different episodes like where she loses her grip on reality and like sure you know, I just felt like after her traumatizing experience, like kind of getting brought back to reality with Monica mentioning Ultron, that yeah. she still wasn't <gasps> true, you know, yeah. gaining control yeah. of herself. So like when she saw Vision, she saw him the way he is, right. not the way she's been imagining him. Because right. like when we think about it, we know that everybody in Westview are real people, mm -hmm. but they've been like reprogrammed or recasted for a role in like Wanda's sitcom. Yeah. But vision isn't real. Cause or is dead. he? Or is he? Or yeah. is he? We don't know. Anything is possible. Vision tells Wanda, we don't have to stay here. We can go wherever we want. So fucking sad. <laughs> and Wanda replies very lovingly. No, we can't. This is our home. Vision asked Wanda if she's sure. And then Wanda just said, don't worry. I have everything under control. What? 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 Indeed. Hello. Jump back to Monica. And she is getting her vitals recorded. And all the agents are around. And then here comes Wu and Darcy. They run up to her. And they're making sure she's okay. And then Monica says, it's Wanda. It's all Wanda. 
which, duh, we knew, but it was good to hear it addressed. From somebody else. Yeah. Back to Wanda and Vision now. Wanda is acting like nothing is wrong. This is perfect, happy-go-lucky, you know, like a... A typical sitcom. Happily ever after. Crisis averted. Right. Crisis averted. Everything is happy and perfect now. So they each grab a baby and she says to Vision, well, what should we watch tonight? So they go and they sit down like every at the end of every episode to watch TV. And Vision is completely confused. But he plays it off with his dashing smile (laughs) and those muscular arms. He plays it off and just looks concerned. But when Wanda looks at him, he just smiles, you know. We've all done it. They sit down to watch TV. This is very important, ladies. This was creepy. They sit down to watch TV. And as they're sitting there at 28 minutes and 13 seconds, Vision looks off screen at somebody. I noticed that. Yeah. Like direct eye contact. Yeah. with, With somebody else like off screen. The look he gives to the person off screen is a what the fuck is happening look, <laughs> right? Get me the fuck out of here look. Like, help me. Help me, yeah. Then Wanda and Vision lovingly look at each other and then lovingly look at the babies. And at 28 minutes and 18 seconds, Wanda is still looking at the baby But Vision looks right at the camera, breaking the fourth wall, and it is creepy as fuck. (laughs) He gave the Zoolander blue steel look. Okay? (laughs) And the episode ends with Jimi Hendrix's song, Voodoo Child. And that's the end. Whoo! That was a long recap, ladies. (laughs) (laughs) well it had a lot of stuff we needed to unpack so then now what are your tidbits and things only one that i had was when you see wanda pushing monica through the wall yeah she goes through the family room wall the bedroom wall the house wall and i thought there was like another wall. Like she goes through four walls. It looked like a wood fence. Maybe it was the I fence. thought one of them was. And then she gets thrown out of the hex. But it's like she goes through four walls. Yeah, I noticed that too. And I'm like, wasn't that yeah. just the front yard? I don't uh, know. But I read somewhere that it was like, oh, she like breaks the fourth wall. Oh, like, literally. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. She breaks like, the she fourth literally- wall. <laughs> Not, yes. the, not the TV fourth wall, but an, air, literal an actual fourth wall. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Do you have anything else? No. That was it for me. Yeah. Jamie. So when we are in S.W.O.R.D. headquarters and, you know, Darcy starts picking up um, the radiation waves. Yeah. Um. You know, we had talked about how, you know, they had stated, you know, it, it dates back to the to the Big Bang. Mm-hmm. Well, that's where Wanda originally got the powers from the Mind Stone. It was created during the Big Bang. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was also reading and I don't know if it might be a bit of a stretch, but it might not. But I mean, I guess that's something worth noting mm-hmm. that um, 
you know, heading back to like the comics that the raw energy that was created from the Big Bang was the source of the Fantastic Four's powers, yes! which may lead us into that. Let me tell you, I got a mic drop about the Fantastic Four. Drop it. What? Girl, I got to find it in my notes because I left it for the for towards the end. Here we go. So WandaVision episode four sets up the return of the Fantastic Four. Yes, they do. Hayward, when Hayward and Monica have the conversation about astronaut training program and how it went, how it's going terribly and he's lost half of them and the other half don't want to do it. He's lost half. He's lost some of them. So that could be the Fantastic Four. Maybe we're out on mission during that. It may not come to fruition, but it's a good working theory. That's how they're going to introduce the Fantastic Four. And Monica Rambo and Sword, the Sword colors are the Fantastic Four's colors. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. Okay. And I am just saying if... John Krasinski and Emily Blunt are not in the Fantastic Four. I will be so PO'd because they are perfect. They would be so perfect. So anyway. Who would be Johnny? I don't know. Uh, Chris, look at your, I was going to say, look at your face. Chris Evans can't be. He can't be. Um, (gasps) Well, well, that movie sucked anyway. This is going to be a good one. Let's see. Who would be? Saying, who would be Ben? Who would play Ben? The Rock. The Rock. That's what I was. The Rock would be Rock. (laughs) The Rock would be Ben. The thing, and then Johnny. We said we had this conversation a couple weeks ago, didn't we? Um, Who did we say? Levi. That's it, Zachary Reva. Or, or um, 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 wasn't that like episode one we did? We had this conversation. No, we had this. No, we were texting. This was a personal (laughs) conversation. Yeah, I that was a side note. <laughs> that was a personal conversation. Side and uh, I said Scott Eastwood. Scott Eastwood, you said. Also, I said um, Zach Efron, I think. Would oh, be, yeah. Oh, yeah. He would be good. Zach Efron, I think. Oh, God. But definitely Emily Blunt. And oh, yeah. John you Krasinski. said Nathan Fillion. Oh, yeah. Nathan ben. Fillion could be Ben, too. Oh, yeah. I, wouldn't that be wonderful? Nathan Fillion. He is the god of all nerds. I swear. <laughs> he is the god. Every. Oh, I love Nathan Fillion. Or Terry Crews. Terry Crews would be a good it's, Ben. It's ben. <laughs> yeah. It'd be a good Ben. They are totally setting up the Fantastic Four. They may not. It's They're obviously not going to be announced in the last episode or in any of these episodes of WandaVision, but they are leaving little bitty breadcrumbs here and there. And I am almost certain that fantastic four will be affiliated with sword. They have to be right. They have to be. And I really truly think that they're setting this up. I really do. And I think that, yeah, it's possible that one crew is still in outer space during the snap or the blip. And that's why they get their powers. I mean, look at Monica Rambo woke up from the blip and she, she bumped into a guy and 
he sent him flying. Sent well, him not flying. Really flying, but not I mean, flying, like, but it was powerful. It was a powerful bump. You know, I, 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 I really truly think that. And ooh, ooh, another theory. What if? Because you know they're they're gonna set up for X Men now that they own them again, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe the blip is the overall big thing about how people become mutants. It could be a whole drawn on thing and everything could revolve around the blip. Everything can. Oh, absolutely. Oh my God. I love it. Ugh. All right. Do you have any other tidbits, Jamie? Not really a tidbit, just more of an insight into the song. All right. Kind of like the meaning of the song. Go. I, um, I want to know. I want to hear it. So the song is um, a Jimi Hendrix song, and it was from 1968, and it's called Voodoo Child. Mm-hmm. And some of the lyrics are, well, I stand up next to a mountain and I chop it down with the edge of my hand. But then the next line says, well, I pick up all the pieces and make an island might even raise just a little sand. (gasps) So when you when you listen to it, it kind of alludes to the fact that like Wanda's picking up the pieces of her life. Yeah. And created an island, which is her own bubble of Westview. Yeah, that's really good. um, Also, that the title of the song Voodoo Child you know, can fit, uh, can fit the magical, um, powers that Tommy and Billy have that we find out that they have powers in the upcoming episodes. Yeah. Oh my God. That's awesome. Wow. I forgot like daydream believer where it's like all of it was, you know, we all know it's called cheer up sleepy. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. You know, just like cheer up sleepy Jean, you know, we got, It's all just kind of like her her daydreaming or her dream. Yeah. yeah. What she would want it to be and yeah. Wants her life to be. Oh, here we go. This is a uh, this is one I found on the Googler. I found on Geek Den. I love Geek Den. God, I love them. Uh, so this was one I found with that with, on that website. Monica wakes up from the blip in room 104 in the hospital. Room 104 doesn't have any significance in Captain Marvel's history, but in the Avengers 104 is potentially interesting connection because the issue has the Avengers and the X-Men teaming up to fight mutant hunting sentinels. Really? Again, a little nod to the X-Men telling all of us who are hungry for more Hugh Jackman <laughs> and his bulging uh, <laughs> veins. That's what I was going to say. His bulging I'd veins. That. I'd tap that. I was that like, too. Where, where are we going with the bulging? But I was like, okay, I'll, let, know it, I'll let it ride. I, I was like, bulging what? <laughs> <laughs> Those veins in his arms are just, they just bulge. That's the only thing I can really focus on. Um, it's neither good nor bad. It's just bulging, you know. Hey, a phlebotomist is probably wetting herself right now, you know. <laughs> yes. They are definitely giving us breadcrumbs for future MCU projects, clearly. Yeah. So, all right. 
clarified questions for clarity. I had a hell of a time trying to get some answers, but in other <laughs> questions of clarity, I was able to answer. I've already answered, right? Okay. Last week we asked, what about the bluishness of the hex? This is a very interesting answer. Okay. All theory, all fan theory, all fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> Like Tina Belcher, her erotic fan fiction. This is not erotic, but this is definitely, I don't know, but it's interesting. According to Reddit, because you know, that's where my peeps are. <laughs> what up, my Reddit peeps? Wanda's not controlling the hex herself at all, but she's controlling her own little bubble inside the hex as a survival mechanism. The blue is the energy expelled from whomever is doing this to Wanda and Wanda is being tortured in an or in an order to deal with that torture. She has created this alternate reality and this bubble in uh, around her. That's why that's they theorize. Uh That's why it's blue when you go in, but red when you're spit out. Also, I noticed when Wanda blasts Monica out that was the first time we see her actual red magic or powers or whatever you want to call it because whenever she's doing obviously we didn't see it in the first two episodes when it was in black and white and then in the third one when she's you know putting the baby's room together and doing all of this different stuff you you never see her actual the red coming from her hands right you see well she only you only see the red coming from her hands when she's pissed right, right. so yep here's I mean, an- that this was also this is just the first time that we've actually seen it right yep in the, so in the series so here's another alternate theory what if wanda her situation is a sell yourself to the devil situation, sell your soul to the devil situation. And she agreed to be captive to the devil. So just so she could have an opportunity to have babies and be with vision. So you give me this and I will be your slave for the rest of my life. Kind of thing. Maybe who knows? So I'm actually, um, emailing myself a freaking theory as we were talking about this and I don't want to say it now because it's too early and it will come up later but I totally think I might be onto something so I'm literally typing this as we're talking fantastic (laughs) oh my god I can't if I can't forget it but that's the thing like so so and then the next question was why did the doctor question any why didn't he question anything about the situation um i couldn't come up with an answer so i you know good old dad's answer uh it wasn't be- in the script because it's not in the script <laughs> thanks thanks pop yeah <laughs> what did herb want to tell vision there are so many theories so many uh, it's like you get deep into these rabbit holes it's like freaking marvel q in there it's terrible <laughs> oh my god i today I went down this rabbit hole today. I started at 10 a.m. and I didn't get out of there until two o'clock. 
<laughs> because oh I was, oh, it's terrible. But there's so many theories. It's because they're captive. It's because they're not real. It's because they're witches. It's pick one. It's been theorized. So we just need to wait and find out. Why isn't Wanda's magic working? Again, my tried and true calm your tits. We'll find out. Just calm your tits. And then who is the beekeeper? We finally found out it's Agent Franklin. But we do not know what happened to him after Wanda rewound the episode. So, um, and then who's talking to Wanda through the radio? Again, we know that's Agent Wu, baby. Oh, yeah. Thanks to Dr. Darcy. It was her idea. And uh, that's it. What do we got for questions for clarity, ladies? I have, did Monica really receive her powers during the blip? After all, she's almost, um, after all, she almost took out that guy when she bumped into him, as I've said several times. <gasps> oh, I have another tidbit. Sorry, I just found Ooh. it. Sure. She's wearing, when she goes into the hex, she yeah. has her sword ID badge. Does that turn into the sword necklace? I think so. <gasps> oh, yeah. That's a good. Oh, I like it. Yeah. It's, it seems to make makes sense. sense. Yeah. yeah. Totally makes sense. Yeah, because she was wearing her. She was wearing her badge around her or her, her ID badge. Credentials. Around. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, does that become the necklace? Yeah, I would say yeah. I'd go. I'd, I'd go out on a limb and say yeah. So, uh, who is Agent Wu's witness? That's a big one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and then my question that I had earlier was, is Monica sucked through the barrier because she was um, dusted by the snap? Yeah, that's a good one. Let me write that down. And is everybody who's in the hex, were they part of the blip as well? All right, ladies. Good round. Can't wait for next week. Next week, it's Alyssa's turn. What? Episode six. Whoop, whoop. Five. Right. What are we on? It's <laughs> Episode five. five. Oh, my God. <laughs> we just did four. <laughs> we just did four. Oh, my God. I am tired. It's late. It's, go to bed. I got to go to bed. All right. Yes. I love you. Love you. I love you. 3,000. I'm really nervous about tonight. Oh, it's a big episode. You're nervous, bitch. I have episode nine. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> Uh, I have eight. Yeah, that's a I'll, big episode too. Seriously, from here I'll on out, I'll swap you, ladies. No. From who? <laughs> who has the Halloween episode? Jane, um, uh, Alyssa, right? What Halloween and is the next episode? Which is the Family Ties one? Yeah, I fucking have Halloween. <laughs> oh man, Jamie, <laughs> sucks to be you. No, no kidding. <laughs> Wow. You have some pretty important. You have some pretty. Seriously, from here on out, 
they are all important, right? I know. They're all I important. Know. I mean, they're all. All right. Let's start this again. I am so sorry. Okay. <laughs> so, 